morning. Welcome to the breakfast show on Faith FM. You're listening to Mon and Lawson this morning. Yo, Nothing's back. Where yes. were you, son? Uh, so I went to the capital of our great nation. Oh, Perth. I'm kidding. I'm what were what world, <laughs> Monica? No, I went down to Canberra. In what world? I'll tell you what world. As soon as Western Australia abdicates from this country and creates its own country, oh. then Perth will be the capital. Yeah, it should secede. They're just dead yeah. weight at the moment. <laughs> the rest of us are dead weight. That's where all the mining money is coming from. <laughs> anyway, what were you doing in Canberra? I see so, you oh, so I went down. I went down to Canberra to see my little sister, who oh. I haven't seen um, all year. Um, cause she is currently studying. She's cu- currently studying a bachelor's in political science and a master's. No, sorry, Ooh. a bachelor's in economics and a master's in a political science. So she could be the next prime minister. And you, she could. Ooh. She very well could be. Vote Miss Walters. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Shelby Walters. She's my number one, number one vote for the twenty thirty election. Her name's so. Shelby. Yeah. Your dad named after a car, didn't he? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um. <laughs> that makes my dad sound like such a bogan. No, that's what Lyle and Shell wanted to do, but they didn't have any girls. <laughs> yeah, I went down. Um, actually, I went down with a friend and we stopped at their grandparents' place on the way down there. And it was like, because it was her grandma's birthday. And it was the best thing ever. Like, that was so nice. And they just loved me. And then then we just, like, kept going down to Canberra, hung out with my sister, went to the best vegan restaurant in Australia. Ooh. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. I think I might have heard of this one. It's in Canberra. Yeah, yeah I think it's I've called, heard of it's it. It's called Orlac, and it's this Vietnamese, yeah. yes, Vietnamese yes. vegan I've heard Vietnamese so restaurant. So much about this place. And it is incredible. I got like vegan pho. Oh. It was like vegan chicken pho, and it was so he got amazing pho pho. Ah, but I'm scared. I don't get that at pho all. Pho is an F A U X. It means fake. Ah, oh, fake pho. And then ah, pho is in P H O the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah anyway. nice one. <laughs> Um, yes, I had a great weekend. Oh, I'm so glad to hear it. Well, I'm glad you're back, back in action. Although yesterday I did have a banger of a time with Blake Penland. So Classic Penland. Yeah, yeah. Anytime you want to head off and just send in Blake's fine with me. <laughs> um, ouch. <laughs> Is that what you're grateful for? Your time with your family? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 100%, that's cool. 100%, yeah. I'm 100%. grateful you're back. But um, I'm about to sneeze, so you say something else. Oh, yeah. Um, we have a great show coming up after this. But right now, this is Anna Beden with oh, He Lives. sent his son they called him Jesus he came to love heal and forgive he lived and died to buy my pardon an empty grave is there to prove my saviour
You, you, what a banger. What a way to start the morning. I love that song. Of course, that was He Lives by Anna Beaton. Nice little funky uh, cover of a, a classic hymn. And it's awesome because it's, it's my favorite hymn. One of my favorite singers. Put them together. Bada bing, bada boom. By the way, it's, Lawson. Oh, what's up? Yep. I'm a little bit disappointed with you. Why? Speaking of bangers. Okay. Are you listening to the bangers the day I send you? That's right, I listen- son. I'm going to call you out. Okay, okay, okay. I listened to the one you sent me on Saturday. <laughs> Lawson Walters. <laughs> I put so much into effort in sending you a banger of the day. <laughs> okay, I'll listen to them all today. I promise. All of them. Yep, I'll listen to them and I'll tell. I'll, I'll write an exposition on them and I'll Ooh. bring it into radio tomorrow. Uh, oh, I like this. Too. I like this. I like this. That's- so every day I pick like a really cool song. And I send it to Lawson. Yeah, Monica's just trying to prove that she's got good taste to me. I've got nothing to do with good taste. She's, Some she's, of them are she's hilarious. She's insecure in about it and she's just like, oh, I've got to make Lawson think that I'm good at about my music. taste. <laughs> <laughs> You're silly. No, because I, I, um, I'm, su- I'm surprised that someone as young as you is as eclectic as you are. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, it impresses me. So I'm oh. like, because I. I'm like, a pretty impressive person, Monica. Yeah, You'll well. learn that. <laughs> <laughs> but not even remotely humble. <laughs> humble? I'm the meekest man on the earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can get struck from the earth. Oh, um, rip. Anyway. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah? Do we have a clue for the quiz? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to give you a choice this morning. Ooh. Do you want to do a who am I quiz or a what number am I quiz? <laughs> What numbers are easier, but I like who are my quizzes? So, what are you going to do? A who are my quiz? A who are my quiz? Okay. If you think you know the answer, you can give us a call. 1 800 Faith FM is the number to call. <coughs> Our texting number is 0491 Today's prize is going to be a copy of hmm, the breakfast book. By Sue Red. Oh, nice. Yeah, because okay. you and I have just had the most delicious breakfast made by yours truly. Yeah. Because I am the most meekest cook in the world. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're, you're just on it. You're on point. Okay. Okay. You ready? You ready, Lola? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Clue number one. Who am I? It was at a prayer meeting at my mother's house that Rhonda, Rhoda sorry, saw Peter and got so excited she left him outside the locked door. Who be that? Give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM is the number. I read this story yesterday. It was at a prayer meeting at my mother's house that Rhoda saw Peter and got so excited she left him outside the locked door. Who was the son of the house where that happened? Lawson has it incorrect. He's writing down the wrong answer. And I'm not going to give him any more answers no matter what he writes down. Because he gets one clue, one Gasberg clue. <clears throat> yeah, I, I like because I, I kind of knew it wasn't, but I'm like, there's multiple of these guys, and I know that it mentions this name in the story, as because because Peter, right? He's known. Well, it's wrong, so I'll just let you know. Like Peter's known as Simon, and so I was like, oh, was there another Simon in that story? Because multiple times in the Bible, it's like, oh yeah, Simon. You know, son of Jonah, which so Peter. Lawson was just spilling extra, extra, extra clues. Yeah, here. I just want Simon. people to get it. It's not Peter. It's not Peter. Simon. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a call if you know the answer. One eight hundred three two four eight four three. Lawson, What's going I have on? some really cool news. I don't know mm-hmm. if you were um, 
watching this happen, I, I get notifications uh, to my phone, like instant news notifications. Mm-hmm. And this was just uh, a little bit um, heart-stopping. Uh, so a plane left uh, the German city of Cologne. Yes. And... Uh, and after it had taken off, they noticed, the ground staff noticed that pieces uh, had been found on the runway after the takeoff of the plane's tyre. And, uh, and so they had to schedule an emergency landing uh, at Tel Aviv Ben Gurion Airport. Uh, this just happened last night. Mm-hmm. And so the plane was carrying 152 people. And so I'm getting like, you know, lo- live notifications, you know, saying a plane has to make an emergency landing. The plane has a faulty wheel. And I'm just like, no, please don't. Like not a- not another one of these airplane crashes where everyone mm. dies. The g- fantastic news is um, the plane made a perfect emergency landing and everyone is safe. Wow. Um, they had dozens and dozens of rescue vehicles at the standby, um, and they all just were able to just turn around and go home empty. Wow, empty that's ambulances awesome. is what we want. Mm. Um, so, yeah, this picture's online of just it's a huge long queue of ambulances. I mean, you can imagine, like, how many people can you fit in an ambulance? Like, one or two max. Yeah. And 152 passengers plus um, uh, the crew on board uh, was going to be, you know, Potentially catastrophic, and praise the Lord, praise the Lord that this was diverted. Um, it didn't happen, um, and this is good news. No news in this case is most definitely good news. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, really great story coming fresh off the press this morning. Well, so I do have something really cool. Have you ever had a parking fine? Oh, Monica, <laughs> don't get me started on parking. I have had three <laughs> parking fines Here this year. This year? Yeah, yeah, I am just. Do you not know how to read signs? Drowning. No, it's like (laughs) stupid as. So the 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 stitch up one was like the worst one was I parked. There's an under. There's like a. There's like an underground. No, above ground parking structure um, next to where I work, and it's four hours. But there's never any people there, so we just park all our cars there. And we never get tickets, and then all of a sudden, one day, they're like, "Oh, let's send a ticket guy there," and I got a ticket, and it was really bad. But then, oh, this was even worse. I got a parking ticket a year and a half ago in a car that I don't even own anymore, and they didn't send me anything about it until I got a letter in the mail. In how how, how did that happen? Like, I got a parking fine. But what, if you own the car, how come you got the parking fine? No, I did own the car. Like, well, you did own the car. But the thing is, is that now I don't drive cars that I own. Okay. At the moment, none of the cars that I drive are in my name. And so, but this was the last time I had a car in my name, which was like a year and a half ago. Uh-huh. And I got a parking fine a year and a half ago. And they didn't send me any mail about it. I didn't get any notification, nothing, until... In April, I get a letter in the mail saying, your license is suspended. And it has been for the last 10 days. <gasps> You've just been driving around on a suspended license. And we suspended it because you got a parking fine that you didn't last pay. Year that you haven't and paid. so it was a $112 parking fine, which is the standard thing. That's crazy. And I ended up paying 350 bucks. No, to, and, the, and I had to pay it because I had to get my license back. Oh, you poor So I just fish. got absolutely smashed. And like parking fines is kind of like a triggering. Look, thing I have for me. a I have a limited amount of sympathy for you because it is sucky that you have to pay all that money. But on the other hand, just don't park where you're not supposed to, right? But that's the thing. It's like, oh, and the it's other thing. I got another. So I said I got three this year. Mm-hmm. The other one was that I like this is at the end of last year. I had like a 
breakdown, not like a mental breakdown, but my blood sugar was super low mm. and I was at work and all of a sudden I just became really incapacitated and I was like, ah, I'm dying. Um, and so I got taken to the hospital and they fixed me up in Raymond Terrace and I gave my car keys to my friend and said, hey, can you move my car so I don't get a fine? And, you know, so it's okay. And he's like, yep. Yeah. And then he didn't. And then I went and picked the car up a week later. And you should have gotten that friend fine. to pay that fine. But also, Anyways, I've got, yeah, I've got tell me really this cool, story. I've got some really cool news story. for you. You might particularly enjoy this. Las Vegas is now alli- allowing drivers to pay off parking tickets by donating school supplies. Isn't that <laughs> yes. mad? Isn't that mad? This is great. So City of Las Vegas launched an innov- uh, innovative new initiative um, that is putting their parking tickets to good use. Uh, so the, the city council unanimously approved a month-long program that will allow motorists to pay off their parking tickets and driving infractions <clears throat> by donating school supplies and educational materials. So as long as a driver um, has not been fined for a public safety-related incident, uh, they're free to eliminate their debt by donating stuff such as pencils, pens, erasers, dry erase markers, paper towels, copy paper, rulers, scissors, pencil sharpeners. Like The list goes on and on. Oh, that's awesome. So it's just been launched... Um, it's, it's just so cool. All donations have to be made within 30 days of the new infractions and all the supplies must be new, unwrapped school supplies of equal or greater value to the fi- of their fine to the parking services um, offices, which is really cool. I mean, I would make one amendment where I could say it doesn't have to be new or, or, or wrapped. It, it can be like... Because how many people like graduate from school and then all their school supplies just sit in a box? Then it gets dusty, yeah, dusty. Like, then twenty years later, you, you just give, chuck like, it out. Someone a pen with like a quarter of the ink in it. It's better than chucking that uh. into landfill. You might as well use it up. Anyway, so this is really cool, and like I would be so much more keen to pay off my parking fines if I knew that all I had to do was like go buy some nice fresh smelling pencils from Office Works and have some great time, like oh, just nice. blow on a fat stash on stationery. I'd have a blast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this is Josh Garris? Garrels. Garrels with Pilot Me. Stay tuned. This is Faith FM.
Welcome back to Faith FM. Before we get into our next news segment, Monica. Yes, dear. Can you give us another clue? I'm just watching a video. It's really interesting. Please, sir, may I have another? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. (laughs) I suppose I can rustle one up for you. Okay, okay, okay. Who am I? Okay. Clue number two. Paul told Timothy to bring me along when he came because I was helpful to him in the ministry. Yeah, now you know who it is, don't you, Lawson? Is it this guy? Yes, it is that guy. You! Uh, don't tell anyone, though. I won't. Yeah, uh, give us a call if he you think He was very know helpful in the ministry. He was a helpful He did lots God. of really, really good things. Yeah, yeah. Give us a call if you know who it is, and we, of course, will send you the prize this morning. Copy of the Breakfast Book uh, by Sue Rad, a most delicious volume. Uh, teaching you all about how important and delicious and healthy uh, c- uh, breakfast is. And not just recipes, but like also just a nutritional information mm, about it. About brekkie. Love me some brekkie. Yeah. Love, yeah. love brekkie. Yeah, love it when stuff. you make me brekkie. You love it. I love it when you pay me for the brekkie that you made. That I made <laughs> what, what payment? What payment? Yes, you owe me four bucks right now. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Uh, <laughs> what's my money is a social construct. You know, let's get back to the Bible. <laughs> oh, we're going to get back to the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Worker is worth their wages. Well, man, the world is a crazy place. Tell me all about it. Have you have you ever thought about how crazy the world is? Yeah. Because it's, it's pretty crazy. Well, currently oh, in Hong Kong, well, this happened uh, This happened last night. There was a massive protest. And we're not talking like... Well, this is this is the ongoing protest. The ongoing protest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is insane. This is in, like incredibly next level. insane. And obviously, like, so the... Um, the... The reason these protests are going on are uh, because of uh, extradition laws um, that Hong Kong is setting up to, to chi- with China. Essentially, mm-hmm. that they can extradite people to China to, to go to prison, and that and and it's like, oh, that that seems pretty minor and insignificant. But the thing is about Hong Kong is that that they're pushing for independence. They really want to be independent, and so one of the biggest slogans of this protest is, has been, you know, um, HK. You know, Hong Kong is not China. Yeah. And they're just like, no. But anyways, man, this insane protest happened. Um, essentially, a thousand protesters um, went and swarmed the Legislative Council building, basically the people who make the laws, um, and, like, just – they just, like, straight up ran in with, like, bats and, like, they, they like, cut street signs off the – they got, you know, a street sign, how it's a pole with a mm-hmm. sign on the end. They just, like, got angle grinders and cut them off so that they oh, had, a, yeah. like, a kind of a weapon to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to bust the windows open with. And they just busted the windows open, ran through the windows and just stormed this building and were just running through, spray painting, yelling stuff out with, uh, you know, mega horns. And, and then the police come. And so, yeah, they've stormed this building and they're, like, going crazy. And then the police rock up in riot gear, like a huge bus of, like, 100 police. They're in riot gear, like, and they're fighting each other and throwing tear gas. But then all the protesters, they have umbrellas to shield themselves from the tear gas. And it's just mayhem. The wildest thing ever. I talked last week about, you know, the G20 summit and Australian politics. And it's just like, oh, man, this world just seems like it's spinning faster and faster and faster. And I'm just like, 
when is it going to stop? But this should this should really give a clear indication to the rest of us, the rest of the world, <clears throat> how bad things are in China right now, mm. because China is just. Gone down a, like a whirlpool so much faster than we ever expected mm. uh, since they made what's his name Jingling Ping whatever it is yeah um uh, ruler supreme dictator and I uh, went back to like full blown communism and um and I think the stories that'll trigger out because obviously you know information control is like the mm. number one game because then the rest of the world can't find out about the atrocities that happen underneath a communist regime. Mm. And I think uh, the stories that trickle out will trickle first to the closest nations. So Hong Kong probably has a better view Mm. of the absolute travesties that are happening in China right now. And it's no surprise to me that they don't want these these legislations going through. And it should be a wake-up call to the rest of us. Mm. And I'm deeply ashamed of, of the fact that so many Western countries... Are allowing what's happening in yeah. China to happen because we rely on uh, on their on their um, industry, mm. and I and I think I think we I think we exercise short sightedness when we decide that we can't do without the stuff we get from China. We've we managed to do without stuff from China for so long. It's only been in recent times that we've relied on them so heavily. We can go back and change something, and you know, there's a possibility. We should figure yeah. it out. It's just it, ultimately, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a clean break type of situation. Like ultimately, you know, to, for us in Australia to get away from China, it's like gonna hurt, but we need to do it clean break style and, and then just let that heal. But you know, it's interesting. You know, Donald Trump's in North Korea at the moment. And they're you know having talks and walking around and hanging out and 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 um, the the Prime Minister of China um, is she, is Jinping. I just know yeah. his last name's Ping. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Ping. Mr. Ping. He's over hanging out with uh, Donald Trump and and um, Kim Jong-un. And so it's just like, wow, like this is, yeah, it's it's like simultaneously like globalism and then like complete chaos and, you know, backwards and forwards. And it's just it's just such a sign that, man, we are living in a in a world that's that's just crumbling, you know. Absolutely. Like it's tearing at the seams, but lastly, I don't. I don't want to talk just about politics because there's better things to talk about than politics. This isn't particularly good news, but at least it's conclusive news. This is crazy. So, have you ever wondered? Like we we talk about renewable energy in, mm-hmm. in Australia. Have mm-hmm. you ever wondered? Okay, like where are we actually at? Yeah. Like how much of our energy is actually renewable? Like people talk about. Oh, it's you know it's going to save this much by putting you know this certain renewable energy thing and you know i'm a huge proponent for renewable energies i think they're like the coolest thing ever um but at the same time i'm always wondering like how much of a dent are we actually making and finally i found a you know an article and a, a report that is like gives real figures and stats oh really and according to those figures and stats um all of the states of australia are on the way to hitting their 2030 um, all of the states in Australia have made a 2030 um, goal for yeah. renewable energy, and yeah. every single one of them is on track except for New South Wales and Queensland. What? Why? Because they're just they're struggling. So at the moment, um, if we – well, no, it's not all the states. It's <laughs> five of the states of Australia, and those states are Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland, South Australia, and Tasmania. And currently Tasmania is just absolutely Smashing it. killing everyone because mm-hmm. their 2030 target was 100% renewable energies. And they're currently, check this out, they're at 104% renewable, en- renewable energy. 
how, how you get so they're like they're they're creating and they're they're using so much oh, renewable oh. energy that they're then giving it to others. Good on them. Yeah. So they're just they're just killing it. They're just like, oh yeah, we're, we're done. We're good. We're just we're just chilling. Um, South Australia, their twenty thirty target is one hundred percent renewable energies also, and they're at fifty three percent. So they're making the steps. You know, mm-hmm. taking their time. Um, Victoria has a 50% target for renewable energy, and, and currently they're at 20, 20.9%. Hey, 50%. Man, that's a, Sorry? That's 50% is a small goal. Yeah, but they're at 20.9%. they they you know, according to analysts, they're making the steps necessary, and they have some big uh, infrastructure coming in in the next couple of years that are going to really aid them along with that. But now New South Wales. Mm-hmm. New South Wales has a goal of 46% renewable energy, and uh, currently... They're at 14.4. And the 2030, like, projection um, for them at the moment, so they want to be 46%, but analysts are saying they're only going to hit 28% by then. I wonder what the difference is. Like, Are they just more factories in New South Wales? Yeah, well, it's obviously, you know, the the managerial structure of the current party that we have, you know, in, in, in power and, like, how they're going about I'd love, to know, I'd love to know what it would take. Yeah. What would it take to get Same. to 100%? Well, uh, currently the lowest, you know, with the lowest percentage of renewable energy is um, Queensland at 10.7%. And they want to hit 50%. Um, but according to their 2030 projection, they're only going to hit 292 which will be better than New South Wales. But mm-hmm. currently they're lagging behind a bit. So it's good to know the people are making the steps, even though they're, they're, not, they're not making huge steps, but we're going somewhere. We're going the, somewhere. The train's moving. We're, we're taking off from the station. So... Hopefully, like, man, I'd just love to see us get to a place where we are just 100% reliable. Um, but right now, this is Jaden Lavick with My Father's World. My father's world to my listening ears, how nature sings and round me rings the music of the spheres. This is my Father's world, I rest me in the thought of rocks, of trees, of skies and seas, his hand the wonders wrought. is my father's world oh and let me never forget that though the wrong seems often so strong God is the ruler yeah this is my Satisfied 
Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88. And uh, joining us in the studio is James from 3ABN. James, welcome to uh, welcome to the show. Thanks, Lyle. Now, at 3ABN, of course, I should explain a little bit of background. 3ABN is our sister broadcaster here in Australia. So radio is something that you are not unfamiliar with. No, in fact, uh, quite a bit of our content, I think, is on Faith FM. Yes, we do. We, we share a bit of, uh, I think, at least 40% of our content would, uh, would be coming through from you guys. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you're connected to a much larger network uh, globally than what we are, so we're a national broadcaster. You're kind of like a global broadcaster. Yeah, kind of. Our radio goes across Australia and New Zealand. Yes. Um, I don't think we've got as many stations or broadcasters as Faith FM, but we've got quite a few around both countries. But uh, 3ABN Radio Network, the parent network for 3ABN Australia Radio, is worldwide, uh, available on satellite, online. And then, of course, we've got television. We've got nine television networks. And that's what you're really most famous for. Yeah, basically, yes. yeah. yeah. And so most people, when they think 3ABN, they think 3ABN Television, but we also have 3ABN Radio. And, uh, yeah, we co- of course, we share quite a bit of... Uh, content at various different times. Now, tell us about 3ABN. James, have you been a part of 3ABN since the very beginning of 3ABN Australia? Uh, Yeah, in a volunteer perspective, I guess you could say, um, I started, well, 3ABN Australia started as a uh, incorporation, or whatever you call it, uh, 2003, August 2003. and I was on a bit of a volunteer basis then. I had other work. I was in university at the time, um, but I had other work after that. But then in 2013, so May, so six years ago, I had uh, started full-time in uh, our studios at Morissette in New South Wales where I'm technical director. I make sure everything works and doesn't break. Okay, so and, and so this is James who comes into our studio and starts commenting on all of the different equipment and software <laughs> and uh, that we're using here, which is um, sort of all got, kind of goes over my head. But uh, our producer here knows way more about it than what I do. But anyway, okay, so you're a, you're a, you're a bit of a tech head then. Yeah, I'm a software engineer. Mm-hmm. I have a bachelor of engineering in software engineering. I'm also a school teacher, but I did that for one term and quit. I couldn't stand it. <laughs> and that's when I started 3ABN full-time, yep. straight after that. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah, so I'm a tech head. Okay, tell us about 3ABN. started in 2003. Um, what does 3ABN stand for? Well, a parent company... It started in Australia in yeah, 2003. Yeah, parent company started in November 84. Right. Okay, so, okay. That's going back quite a few years. Yeah, yeah. So what was that now? That was 19 years earlier, I think. Something like if that. my maths is right. Yep. Um, and uh, in Australia, well, basically, um, it started, yeah, in Australia, basically for promoting 3ABN. Um, and then 2008, Danny Shelton said, build a studio. So property was sought, and then that was built starting, what year, 2011, February 2011, the ground first sod was turned, and then by middle of 2012, we are in there. Okay, so when, when Danny Shelton, CEO, comes along and says, just says, build a studio, mm. um, there's no problems or issues. He was just like, yeah, we just build a studio, right? Well, it's, we um, freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, this is the way you said that, like, yeah, build a studio. No worries. Yeah, we'll do that. We, we do that most days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was a big undertaking. Um, a lot of money was involved, but believe it or not, it all came from donations within Australia and New Zealand. Really? Nothing came from anywhere else. You're kidding. Not kidding. 
Because it is a spectacular studio that you've got there in Morissette. Yeah, we've got uh, two television studios and a radio studio in there, plus offices. Yeah. Yeah, and when people come in there, they say, this is bigger than we expected. In <laughs> fact, one of the guys that built it said there are the frames of three houses in there. Yep. Three decent-sized houses in there. That's significant. And uh, how many how many full-time staff have you got working there now? About oh. eight of us. Yep. Yeah. That's, it's yeah. not a huge amount. Uh, we do struggle sometimes. We rely on a lot of volunteers. And when we can't get volunteers because there's some event or a funeral or something like that, which there happen to be a lot of them in Kurumbong, which is next to Morissette, um, that, uh, yeah, we end up thinking, what are we going to do? We just scrounge for, okay, person in reception or person in radio, come down and run a camera, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. So everybody everybody knows how to uh, to multitask then? Yeah, pretty much. Um, there's two of us that do directing. Sometimes I do graphics or teleprompter as well, um, or camera if necessary. We alternate. Um, thankfully, we've been able to do that because early on, for the first few years, I couldn't. I was the director, and that was it. That had no one else to do it, so I had to do it. So if we had a lack of crew, well, it was we couldn't do anything about it. But now we've got um, enough people with the skills to be able to do that. Okay, what about f- f- work in front of the camera? Because I do some volunteer work there. I try and get there once a month. I don't always make it once a month, but I try and get there once a month. Yeah, and uh, and do some volunteer work in front of the camera. Do you ever have situations where it's like, okay, uh, we are short one person for the panel today. Um, it looks like it's you. <laughs> Hasn't happened to me, but it's happened to the other director. Okay. So he's had to go on the program one time. <laughs> I stay this out of it. This is your program, so you've got to rescue it. <laughs> yeah, I, I stay out of it. And also, I've got more, having developed the program from the technical side, I've got a bit more experience than him. He's, he's getting there. He'll get to the point where I'll be able to go, well, I've got to go to the US in June. Sure. And we're recording the program, Let God Speak, then. Mm-hmm. And so he's got to run the whole lot himself. But at that point, it was best that I stayed in the control room and he went on set. Yeah, we try to avoid that if possible. How much local programming do you produce? Okay, we've got, um, I've got to think about this. 3ABN Now is our weekly uh, interview program. It goes for an hour. Uh, airs on Sunday nights, Tuesday nights, I think Wednesday mornings and Saturday mornings really early, but that's good for a Friday evening in, in Europe because our programs do go worldwide. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. not just Australia and New Zealand, but they actually go, we say, Iceland to New, Sa- uh, New Zealand. But even That's now, some of the junk. Pacific Islands get it too now through Click TV and Papua New Guinea. But Could we get it in Antarctica if we wanted to? Uh, internet. Ah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah internet. You can even get it on the International Space Station we had, through uh, internet. We had, um, we had Kent Sharp in the studio the other day from Avalanche World Radio. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's global. Shortwave radio, get it, get it anywhere on the planet. Get it, you know, even in Antarctica. Well, you could, yeah, with the ham radio. Actually, I'll, I'll say this, I'll interject here because uh, I'll keep talking about the programs in a sec. Sure. But... We've had, for our radio, people pick up our AM tower. We have an AM tower in the southwest of Western Australia in Busselton on 1629 AM. We've had people in Finland pick us up during That's, ion storm Yep. in the ionosphere. Mm-hmm. They've got 60 metre or 600 metre long antennas or something, but they picked us up. It was really scratchy, but you could make out what it was. Yeah, and they wanted to hear our station ID is like... Oh, okay, so look us up on the internet. Oh, that's in Australia. All right, we'll email them. And it's just amazing when that happens. The best we ever had was uh, a signal coming out of uh, the Central Coast that they picked up in the South Island of New Zealand during one of those um, oh, really? ionosphere storms or whatever they are. That uh, And he, they, he emailed through a bit of an enthusiast yeah. to say, hey, we picked up your signal. We suspect it's a low-power signal. I'm like, yeah, it's probably going out at about one watt. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> 
Yeah, the legal requirements, one watt for an LPON. But, um, yeah, I know all that stuff being technical. That's right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so 3ABN Now is one of our programs. Uh, we get people telling testimonies, missionary stories, sometimes Bible studies on there. Uh-huh. So Danny Melenkov and people like that. Yeah, Jack yeah. Children. Um, but is also it? we have uh, Let God Speak, which you've been on a number yes. of times. It's yes. a Bible study program based on the I Sabbath school lesson. volunteering there for a about three years now, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it has been because we've changed set too. And you were on the old set, the yeah. old green screen set. Yeah. Um, now we've got our nice big video wall. We can mm-hmm. Use that for a bunch of programs, including another one called Healthy Living, which is with. So Let God Speak is a weekly program as well. That's a weekly program. Um, keeps panel, up with the Bible, panel Bible study. The, yeah, it keeps up with the Sabbath school lesson. That yep. we have okay, so that's the church. That's what we call uh, here on Faith FM. We call it the Twenty Million Movement because uh, we do it as a radio show. Twenty million people all studying the same passage of the Bible together every week. So um, that's right. You can hear it on uh, Faith FM Radio, or you can watch the shorter version on the, the condensed version on Three ABN. Yeah, so it's a half hour program on Three yeah. ABN Australia. Um, we. We also have a health program. It's half an hour, Healthy Living. Margot Marshall hosts that. Um, we've had people like Dr. Eddie Ramirez, um, uh, oh, uh, Dr. Darren Morton. There we go. Oh, he's awesome. He's and, here at camp at the moment. Yes, he is. And Dr. Andrew Pennington. We've had him. John Clark. Jennifer Skews, who's from, she's a psychologist from uh, Queensland. As well as uh, Dr. Coralia Jigau, just recently from Victoria, doing lifestyle medicine as well. And she had uh, patients um, of hers on the program saying about how their health has been improved. We also have a kids program, A Day with the King, which runs every Friday. Um, It's been going, well, we started recording that, 2014 or 15. And uh, that's 65 episodes. So they just continuously run um, every week with a little Bible study devotional that comes with it that can download from the internet, from the website, and focus on God's Word, which is a preaching program, and a couple of others that I can't think of off the top of my head. That's a busy schedule. That's a lot of content for and one small studio. we've got more coming. We've got more coming. So this year we've got yeah, probably... Eight full-time staff pumping out that amount of content yeah, is four new really programs, impressive. Four new programs coming up in 2019 that we'll be bringing out too. Yeah, fantastic. That's a plan anyway. Mm. Yeah, amazing stuff, and of course, this is all a faith-based ministry, isn't it? Yes, faith-based, totally funded by donations. Um, we don't get anything from any church, or we don't even get anything from our headquarters in the US. Uh, okay, so this is a uh, obviously, you know, we're talking about the TV show here, the TV show side of things, because we all know how to listen to the radio. But if the average person flicks on their TV in their home, are they going to pick up three ABN? No. Only if you're on vast. So people in the rural areas around Australia or in black spots such, well, there's quite a few around here, even in the central coast of New South Wales and other parts of Australia, which are kind of built up metropolitan areas, the TV signals can't get there. So for people who get normal television, they'll have a satellite dish for vast. And on on that, viewer access, viewer access satellite television, government um, platform, we had channel 603 on there. Okay, so and 603 so, on the VAST network if yeah. you're on the VAST network. And if you click up, you get ABC. Yep. So, oh, actually, if you click up, you get one, which is channel 10, but um, you'll get us on there anyway, yeah. Sure. Okay, so if I'm not in a VAST network area, and uh, so I'm not in a black spot or I'm not in the outback, yeah. um, then uh, how would I watch 3ABN television? Okay, if you have a satellite dish for Optus D2, 
A yep. lot of people have that for foreign language channels and religious channels uh-huh. are on there. Yep. Um, there's no particular channel number. It's whatever is tuned in. Yep. Uh, we also have... Um, and if I've, got, if I've got Foxtel sitting on top of my roof or something like that, I can just, what, uh, get one of your texts to come over and point it a different direction and yes, that's up right. and running? Yeah. So if you've got the dish and you're not using Foxtel, yeah. Yep. Or, or if you're using Foxtel, just put another dish right beside that one. Yeah, or dual L- LMBF or whatever you want to use. It, because the satellites are very close together. They're only four degrees apart. So um, you could have – I know people who do get both a wide, wide-angle dish. They can actually get both. There you go. Um, or a dissect switch and motor so that the dish actually moves. So you see, some, the of these, some of these words you are going over my head, but then you explain it and say like a wide-angle dish or a dish that moves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now I understand. <laughs> the other, other ways through internet – Mm-hmm. Uh, our website, we have catch-up for Australian programs. That, say you missed it, you can go so and watch So org. So mm-hmm. um, Our US headquarters put all theirs on their YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have live broadcasts, radio and television on our website, plus on our YouTube channel we have 3ABN International, which is the network that our programs mostly run on, although... Lately, they've started putting more of our stuff on the North American channel. Okay, and of course, a, a fair chunk of your programming, I guess, does come out of North America? Yes, so the way it works for us... Because eight people doing television 24-7, yeah, I don't yeah. see that happening. No, it doesn't. Um, well, with our radio, I will say this. Our radio, we've got 25% of, I think it's around 25 to 30% of the broadcast time through a week is local programming. Fantastic. So radio, they're killing it. Where with TV, it's a bit harder to do television programs and radio programs, as you could probably appreciate. Yep. Um, but with um, – oh, and they've got a whole bunch of programs. I don't even know what, what half of them are. Sure, sure. But you can look that up on our website. But the, so James is so busy uh, producing TV, programs that he's not watching TV. Well, I'm not it's listening just, to radio. <laughs> or listening to radio. <laughs> um, no, uh, the other uh, – where was I? I can't, I, I've forgotten. I've lost my train of thought. That's on that all right. That's, that's perfectly fine. We were um, yeah talking about the different uh, um, programs that were available. The long and the short of it is, mm. if you can get 3ABN in your home, either through uh, internet, satellite, um, the vast network, you're going to have access to Christian television, which has truly amazing content. That's right. Um, there will be other Christian um, content that is available there as well. I'm thinking mm. you know, Hope Channel, uh Discover, you know, etc. Actually, Faith FM, I believe, broadcasts on Vast we bro- as well. We definitely broadcast on Vast, so you can listen to Faith FM. Um, our radio doesn't, but Faith FM does. Yes, so your TV does, and our radio does. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but we work together. We're all on the, we're all on the same on the same uh, team same team here. So yeah. it uh, it all goes well. James, we are out of time. Thank you so much for joining us here um, on Faith Thanks FM. Thanks for having me. We will be back again after this song, followed by the eight o'clock. Moses was just a baby boy When his mama put him in her boat And the river took him all He met a pretty princess But it wasn't enough Till I heard a voice from a burning bush Saying, tell old Pharaoh to let my people go free Take David was just 
a shepherd boy When the prophet said he would be king Even though he was the youngest son He heard about a giant Went to see the king Grabbed a bag of petals and he sung his sling And the rock of ages brought the mighty giant to his knees Well, you may feel a bit insignificant When you're standing next to one of those men But there was nothing special about him Until they let the Holy Spirit in And with a mighty hand They took their stand While everybody else is making cheap talk It's not the size of the man that matters All that matters is the size of the rock Have you heard about the baby king? Heard those herald angels sing He was the Father's only son Taught us about heaven Nailed him to the tree But in three days it was alive and free Because the heart of the rock Was mightier than the stone So the next time you feel insignificant When you're standing next to one of those men Like there is nothing special about ya Just let the Holy Spirit in And with a mighty hand You'll take your stand While everybody else is making cheap talk It's not the size of the man that matters All that matters is the size of the rock A mighty hand Take your stand I'm talking to you Jesus is the only one I'll carry you through All that matters is the size of the rock You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Forgiveness. It's easier said than done. But now there's a new approach to help us be more forgiving, a program called Forgive to Live. It's designed to help us all improve our lives. You'll discover the healing power of forgiveness, a relationship breakdown, long-term hurt, unresolved conflict. Through Forgive to Live, you can break this cycle and start living a more forgiving life. So if you're keen to take that first step, head to forgivetolive.org.au. Are you constantly amazed by the wonders of creation? Do you find the science behind all living things fascinating? Then you need to be at the 2019 Faith and Science Conference. 13 top-level scientists and professors from around the world will be presenting on the most astounding discoveries, completely refuting the theory of evolution. July 16 to 19 at Avondale College in Coorenbong, New South Wales. For details, call us now on 1-800-324-843. Thank you. 
wonder what it's like to see to see the world around me. I bet it's so bright, even when it's night. Lord, hear my cry. Lord, open my eyes today. Singing next to me, she sang of Jesus' name and how He came to save. And my old friend came running by. I heard him laugh instead of crying. He spoke of Jesus' name. He's now no longer lame. A man stood down and made some clay. He walked to me, then gently touched my eyes. I rubbed my eyes and I saw the light. I saw the light and it was so bright. I saw the face of the one who healed my eyes. Of life.